0: Hey, Bradley Sharpener here for the Audio for Authors podcast, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. We're at the 20 Books to 50K Writers Conference, which is the largest independent authors conference in the world. There are a 1, 1,000 plus authors here, ranging from beginners to multi-million dollar earners. And I wanted to talk audio. What a surprise, considering this is the Audio for Authors podcast. I have three takeaways that I have just summarized. There was there were a lot of takeaways for the audiobooks and audio in general, but here here are my top three. And to, to quickly bullet point them, one is sort of production options, and then market uh, share or market distribution. What are the options? So what's current status and then timing. So here we go. One, two, three. Number one is. Production options. Now, I am a non, mostly a non, primarily a nonfiction author, author, and I really enjoy narrating myself. So that puts me in kind of a, a niche little category there because I like narrating myself, and I even do my own production. So uh, for me, it's the simplest and easiest and smartest, I believe, option to just go direct. However, this this conference is mostly fiction authors, and they. Don't. Not necessarily, not even don't, but they should not probably record their own audio. So then they are looking for narrators, and they are looking for production companies or distribution companies. Now, because I'm such a do-it-yourselfer, I didn't even really know about these production companies, so let me quickly explain what they do. There were three of them here, as far as I can remember, Tantor, Dreamscape, and Podium. And What they do is basically hand over your book, your written book, here you go, people, Here's my book. Thanks. And they will do everything. They will find the narrator. Of course, you can approve the narrator or, or reject the narrator and find another one. You, They record the audio. They master the audio. They upload the audio. They distribute the audio to... I don't know how they do it exactly, but they distribute the audio to the different channels. And maybe you choose to go audible or wide. We'll get into that in point number two. But basically, they do everything. It's very much... In the speak of the conference where I am, this is very much traditional publishing. So you go with this, tr- this traditional publisher, so to speak, and they do everything. And you just sit back and collect royalty checks. Sounds great, right? The difference is and is, is the size of the royalty checks. You're getting... I don't even want to quote numbers, but let's just say it's low because they're doing so much of the work, right? Whereas in sort of this point 1B option would be distribution options which would be something like either going direct with ACX which gets you to audible or going wide through a distribution company like Findaway Voices this has been my clear and and by far favorite choice is going direct with Findaway Voices because they send you to off to 43 different markets in the world and you get a much higher royalty rate than you would if a production company does it all for you so that sums it up with production. Basically, I learned that there are a lot more options than I realized. I didn't actually realize there were big production companies that do it all. And then there's distribution companies where you give them the files, or you work together with a narrator and distribute the files. But a bigger cut, but you have to do a bit more work. That is point number one. Point number two is market share or market distribution. Now, this is, this is probably a contentious <laughs> topic, but If you talk to the wide guys, they'll tell you that Audible is not the all-encompassing dominant monopoly in the rest of the world that it is in the United States. Now, yes, Audible is the dominant player in the United States. I'm not even going to pretend to quote numbers because I can't remember. But let's just call it a majority of the audiobook market is in Audible's hands in the United States. However once you go beyond the United States borders, there are a lot of companies out there vying for ears of audiobook listeners. And this is where things get really interesting because, so for example, Will Dodges, not sure how to pronounce his last name, D-A-G-E-S, Will of Findaway Voices, he said that he has a good chunk of authors who make more money not going exclusive with ACX and Audible, but by going Y. So in other words, the by the way, if you don't know, if you go direct with ACX, you get a 40% commission. If you go not only, not exclusive with ACX, you get a 25% commission. So a pretty good 15% chunk there that you are losing if you do not go with ACX exclusive. But what you're doing is you are putting all your eggs in one basket by going just with ACX. So, market share-wise... It seems that it is less and less of a good option to stick only with ACX because of all these other players and because why it is exactly that. It is around the world in markets we don't even know about with distribution companies and audiobook companies and not to mention libraries. That is a biggie. And let me just give you one little tidbit about libraries for audiobooks. Here is a sneaky pro tip. If you go to your library in XYZ City, and you say, I would like, you know, you can ask for your own book, right? Online, you can request, hey, I noticed you don't have Bradley Charbonneau's book called Spark. So you do a request, or you talk with them, or you or you call them, or you do an online form to fill it out. They, it depends, depends on the library, but they might, with just one single request, have your library then on file. Then what happens, it gets even better, is that you can download and listen to that book and the library pays the fee, and you get a, your, your commission, your royalty. And remember, the library's free, right? So I didn't, as a listener, I didn't pay for the book. The library paid for the book. I, as an author, get paid for that book. So are you, are you, are you hearing the win-win-win here? So that's libraries, another reason to go wide, because as far as I understand it, you get into more libraries. Okay, that is market share. With the big takeaway is that, well, with some discussion points, but Audible is not the monopoly that, for example, Amazon is in the United States with ebooks. So think about going wide. Think about it hard because also there are contracts you may or may not sign for seven-year exclusivity agreements that you may or may not want to do. So think about that hard and check out Way Voices to learn more. Finally, we have timing now so as with previous years it's just booming audiobooks i mean du- double digit growth and we're not talking you know 11% we're talking you know 23 24% in recent years of growth that's a lot of growth it just keeps growing and the the buzz i heard from authors was i would say the majority would say stuff like yeah i really got to get my books into audio oh boy I'm not quite there yet. And of course there's all kinds of talk about cost. But again, if you talk if you talk with somebody like Will, will it find a way, there are ways to lessen the burden of the cost up front. There are royalty shares with narrators. And of course there's production. I mean the full production companies again in point number one, where I, don't quote me, but I, I think it's possible that you don't pay anything. And you just get the of course you get a lesser royalty share for that. But hey, I think it's nothing out of pocket. So Options to make this happen now. So the takeaway from point number three is, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is today. So get your get your audiobooks up there. You now they mentioned, uh, I, again, not going to quote them, but it was they mentioned the the hot genres, and I'm just going to let you Google that. But you know, it's it's sort of the typical hot ones for the for ebooks as well, but you know, sci-fi and a, a lot of the sci-fi fantasy stuff. is pretty popular which I thought was a little bit surprising I'm non-fiction and I know that's popular but it just doesn't have the big numbers necessarily but I know nonfiction is huge for uh, the audiobooks okay that is it from Las Vegas I hope that you're enjoying the background music and all of the irritating buzzes and blings and dings from the huge winners going on around me <laughs> slightly kidding there I'm Bradley Charabineau. This is Audio for Authors. Thanks for listening. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada at the 20 Books to 50K Writers Conference, which is just wrapping up. And take care and talk to you next week. Bye-bye.